You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you may hear do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Leah Crawford. And I'm Rhonda Nolan. Welcome to the Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda show. We're here for you and we're ready to go. Let's do it. Good morning, Las Vegas. Hey, Leah, how you doing? It's cold. It's it, still it, cold. <laughs> it's still cold. I, you know, you move to the desert and you really don't expect this. Mm-hmm. You know, I expected sunshiny days all day, every day. It's I, cold. It, it, it is. I must have to say, you know, this is my birthday week, so I celebrated my birthday on Wednesday. Yay! But I had to put on my fur jacket and you Wednesday know I feel, night. But you know, I, I feel dinner. some kind of way, right? What? Because every year you have a dinner and you invite all of us. <laughs> And you didn't invite it. us to dinner. I knew it. I knew but it. But that's okay. It. You know what? I, I am going to deal with that. I'm going to do the work. And I'm going to deal with that. But you normally invite us to dinner. You know, last year she set us up at the dinner. She had placed, you know, it was about 30 of us. She had, you know, seating arrangements, told us where we were going to sit and everything. Yeah. But you didn't invite us this year, though. It's okay. Well, this year I did a little something different. Whatever. You know, a little quieter. Whatever. 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 I'm just in my feelings a little bit. But that's okay. I'm going to cry and get over it. But to, I want to say today we have somebody special in the studio. We do. We do. This Saturday morning. Um, you know, it's not easy getting busy people because yes. you can tell true entrepreneurs because when you tell them that you're going to do something and they're like, you want to know what? I don't know my day. Look here. I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm doing stuff. And if you know anything about this man, you know, he's it's hard to sit him down and catch him. <laughs> For half an hour. So I would like to welcome Mr. Marcus Allen to the studio. Hey, Mr. Allen. Hey, Mr. Allen. Hello. How are you ladies doing? We're doing good. Happy blessed birthday. Thank you very much. I wow. appreciate that. No, maybe. You turn 16. Absolutely. You want to know what? See, now he like you. See, <laughs> 21. Like, you know what? She like, 21. At least make a leap. I, I need some 21. liquor. 21. 21. 21. 21. <laughs> right. Thank you very much. You know, she like you. You like him now, right? He exactly. think he's 21. Okay, right. got it. But we're here to talk about just one of your business ventures, though, because we... With this pandemic, you know, people are reinventing themselves. And we know you had a barber school. And, you know, tell us about it. What made you decide to open a barber school? Well, what made me um, actually decide to open up a barber school was um, I opened up my first shop in 2004. And I saw the need for it because the barber profession has started to lose its, its mojo. Okay. So <clears throat> I say it'd be more important for me to go ahead. I, I felt a lot of students was well, not students, but barbers, but they became students as they was barbers inside my shop. So I had to teach them a lot of things in the process of them mm-hmm. just being a barber inside the shop. And I was like, these are the things you should learn while you was in school. So mm-hmm. why is I'm okay. teaching you this? I'm, I'm just about it. I'm, I'm practically an instructor inside my own barber shop. Got it. So I felt there was a need for it, and also bring the professionalism back into barbering. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. it's a loss. It's a lost art with the professionalism. I mean, I see some guys go inside the shop with tank tops on, with white beaters on, okay. flip flops, shorts. Oh. I mean, and and you got to understand, back in the day, 
that the older barbers, they came dressed like doctors. That's right. They did. White jackets. Yeah. They did. They came dressed like doctors with their hair groomed and everything, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, really stay professional inside the shop because you never know who's actually inside the shop, though. So you want to stay professional. You got mothers, you have pastors, you have um, uh, officers, doctors, lawyers inside the shop. Mm-hmm. But we are very, um, some, not, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to say we, but some is very unprofessional very in simple. that setting. Okay, you know? so... Well, then let's back up then, because Marcus Allen. Who is Marcus Allen? Who is Marcus Allen? (laughs) Well, first of all, I'd like to welcome y'all to our city. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for having us. Thank you you so much. You you guys are sitting out there talking about our weather and things. You know, y'all are suspecting something else when you moved here. See, we've been here. We grew up here, so we're used to it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because what y'all complain about now, you'll be complaining about the summer when it gets so hot. I know know it's hot. I love the heat. No, we love the heat. I love the heat. But I like this. um, True transparency. It's really not that cold, and it's no snow. Hmm. So... I, that's why I stay because it's no snow. But sometimes it get cold. Um, I, I, I truly believe, but not really though. Not ain't nobody staying 112, 115, triple digits in the summertime. I don't mind it. I will. I will take the heat over the cold any day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I take it. So everything you touch, you burn your fingers, your hands, you touch nothing. <laughs> so you tell me what? <laughs> I don't touch nothing. Hey, when I walk out to my garage, my car is at a good temperature. You, 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 you got to go to the grocery store now. <laughs> I, I get in the car you do and turn it strategically. the cold air on. Woo. You do it strategically. I do. I you do, do it strategically. And I, and I shop at night, too, because oh. it's cooler at night. And it's less people in the grocery store if you go at night. So if you go to a 24-hour grocery store, mm-hmm. you'll see me in there at 10, 11 o'clock at night, sometimes midnight, doing my shopping. Okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, back on track, though. Um, I'm a native. I've been here 51 years. My father and my mother are also native. So this nice. is our, this is our town. Generation. This is our state. This is Las Vegas. This is our city. Okay. And I welcome you guys here. So um, <clears throat> I was born here, raised here. Um, I'm glued to the city, the community. Um, really went through some changes in my life as growing up okay. through poverty and through the projects. Um, I grew up in a project and things like that. So when I got older, I wanted to see something different okay. when I got older. I didn't want to fall into the, 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 the streets where you get set back and then you become part of the system. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to break that curse, that generation curse right there. Because my uncle had spent some time in the, um, in jail and in prison. And I said, man, maybe that's my way. I, I, my life might end up the same way. And I was like, no, you know what? It has to be different. But I found myself going that route. Okay. Not intentionally. It just fell into my lap. And I had to deal with it from there. So when I realized I was going that route, I realized I didn't want to be in prison. Mm. That, that wasn't a place for me to be. You know what I'm saying? It was more to me than being in prison. So I did run the streets for a while, but realized it wasn't my career or my profession. So I found something that kind of re- relate to me that was closer to the streets, that I had the freedom that I had when I was in the streets, that I have also in the professional business. Nice. So Barbara. So what I did is, yeah. So what I did is I changed my product, but I kept my same hustle. Mm-hmm. So what I did in the streets, I still do now. I just have a different product. Mm-hmm. So instead of putting some guys on the block and behind, um, putting some guys on the block, uh, putting them on the streets, I was putting guys behind chairs and starting a profession, starting them a career, starting them a family, mm-hmm. and starting them this. And then I groomed a lot of individuals that actually became barbershop owners and also barber school. That's fabulous. So I mean, even I, I even created my own competition. Ain't that something? <laughs> you created your. Own, I love that. You created, <laughs> I created your own, own competition. competition. That's right. Yes. That's right. 
Because as business people, it's enough money out there to feed everybody. Oh, yes. It's enough. We can all help each other and, and help each other grow and, and, and be mentors. I'm sure you're mentors to those folks who oh, open up definitely. a lot. I just got a phone call earlier today See? with one of the guys. Um, but what you got to understand, what God have for you, he have for you. That's right. That's no right. man or woman or anybody can hinder that. Mm-hmm. So it's yours, it's yours. Don't worry about what everybody else is going to get. Right. If they get more than you, it's no problem. God got what he said, what he have for you is what is for you. That's right. But you do have, <laughs> but you had a barber school. And how many students would you say a year actually come through your school? We average almost about 89 to 100 students a year. Any okay. given time, we enroll 60 students. Okay. So, so we have 40 during the day and 20 during the night. All right. So what I am, I want to I, I, I wanna be a barber. What do I do? You have to come to me. <laughs> no, you actually want to be a barber in the state of Nevada. Um, you have to um, have a GED or high school diploma. You only, and what the thing about it, though, <laughs> by the state law, you don't have to be 16 and a half years old. Really? <laughs> yes. Wow. 16 and a half years old, you can start barber school if but, you have a GED or high school diploma. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Okay. okay, GED or high school diploma. Uh, yes. Okay. And a valid ID. And a valid ID. So yeah. I come and well, we didn't name. What's the name of the um, barbershop? The barber. The barber school is Masterpiece Barber School. Masterpiece Barber School. School. Established in 2015. Mm-hmm. 2015. And what's the name of the barbershop? The barbershop is Masterpiece Barbershop, established in 2004. Okay. And do you have multiple locations or? Yes, we have um, Lake Mead and Martin Luther King, Martin Luther King in Cheyenne, and um, also Rainbow and Vegas Drive. Rainbow and Vegas Drive. So three locations. So. The good thing is, is that you can go to the barber school, and if you want to go into a shop, you have those chairs available too. If students oh, most want to transition, most definitely job placement. Job placement, love yes. it. All right, so let's talk about it. Do you okay? So I come, I come in, Leah Crawford. I come fill out my application. Um, then what's the next steps? So what it actually takes to join barber school? At the present time, we don't have no financial aid or no student loan. We're working on that, but at the time, no barber school in the state of Nevada actually have that. Okay, I'm quite sure we all are working on it. But the process is to come, you actually have to have a $3,000 deposit. The total cost is $15,000. Once you put the $3,000 down, we give you an application. You fill the application out, you return it back to us. We give you a state board application, which is a state of Nevada barber board application. You take that to have, have a TB test and then um, also get it notarized with a $25 money order. And we send it over to the barber board. And then you you actually get onto our waiting list. Our waiting list averaged up to, it was six months to almost Eight months for my waiting list. Wow. Yes. I have a lengthy waiting list. It didn't shorten up a little bit, though. So that's a blessing right there. So we almost down to almost like a month or two to actually get a student into the course. So you basically start a group of students at the same time? No, we actually don't start. If we actually would wait for one student and wait for 10 students all finish at one time, it would be a longer list. Okay. So everyone would reach their 1,500 hours at a different time. Got it. So once when one start, one start, one graduate, then another one start after that one graduate. So you act like every week you'll probably have like three to four that actually graduate with that week. So within the next week on that Monday, you actually have three to four to actually start. Oh, that's so cool. it's in with it's in rotation instead of pause and having somebody wait for this one last student mm-hmm. that never come to school, never right. show up, always have a flat tire. Yeah. His battery was dead. <laughs> his dog ate his homework. <laughs> right. You know, and you that got guy. nine other students waiting for this guy. Right. So I didn't want to, I want to be fair with it across the board and let another individual start up when another one finish. Nice. So rotation. Rotation. So it's $3,000 down. I come in, I fill out my application, 
and that process starts. And then I take an, I get another $25 money order, and I fill out another application. For that's for the Nevada State Bar. Nevada so State Bar. Ours is in-house application. That's, okay. our, that's our application. But once you complete that, mm-hmm. then we give you the, state, the Nevada State Barber Board for a student application. That's for to get your student license once you start school. Gotcha. So you have to have license. You have to have a license even to be in school. Yes, a student application. Yes. So then okay. now, after I put my 3000 down, when do I need to have my other 12000 uh, Can I break that up in payments? Well, the break, that, that break, that's good. Just mention that. We give you a payment first through the 15th is $600. Okay. So on to the end of the course and whatever remaining balance you have after that, you pay that before you actually take the test. Okay. Okay, so you have to be paid in full before you take the test. Oh, most definitely. Okay, got it. You no. might not come back. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean, but that's but that's good to know because I never knew how you got to be a barber. I just know that, you know, you go to the barber. Right. You just go. I mean, I know there was the cosmetology schools. Right. But never knew that you really had to do stuff to be Because I thought barber. you learned barbering in cosmetology school. But that's, that's not, not the case. You have to go to special barber school to learn how to be a barber. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes, most definitely. Okay. Most. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So prior. Well, it's no, it's no, it's, it's no, it's, it's nothing too much different from where we're at right now. We're 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 at UNLV, mm-hmm. and even though you, 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 whatever your career, no, no, I ain't gonna say your major. Let's go back to okay, let's your, major. Just, your major is. You got to take them courses that deals with that major. Right. Yes. So right. with barbering, you got to deal with these courses that deal with barbering instead of cosmetologists. Now, do a lot of kind of come close together? Is it married together? Yes, somewhat, but it's a lot different. Mm-hmm. And ours is more procedure because we deal with a razor. Okay. Mm. So a razor is more so deadly than any pair of shears because yeah. you're actually shaving a man under his neck, mm-hmm. his main veins. Mm-hmm. You can easily slice, cut, nick. Mm-hmm. So we have to deal with that. You know, it's, it's a lot more serious because, and the reason why, <clears throat> let me explain this, the average time for a response, an emergency response, what we say about, it's, it's down to about eight to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. So it takes you no more than about three to five minutes that you can bleed out. Wow. Oh. We mm-hmm. never look at it like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why we take barbering a little bit more serious. I'm not saying we're better than anyone. But right. We take it a little bit more serious. I understand. Things can happen. I think they can happen. It can cost somebody their life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. All right. So then I'm a student. I come through. I take the class. I'm paying my money. I'm taking the courses. Then I graduate and I take a board exam or am I a barber when I graduate? You have to get theory into the effect first. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, You have to have 200 hours of theory and 1,300 hours of practical. Okay. That's your 1,500 hour course. Right. So therefore, we do teach every individual how to cut hair. How to properly cut hair. Now, you, we got YouTube. We got social media. We have all these things out there that a person can figure something out on getting close to. But in a professional way, we teach you the professional way on how you should cut hair. And a very safe way. To cut hair. Mm-hmm. Because on our license, it says health and sanitation. Mm-hmm. Them are the two most important things. Mm-hmm. Health dealing with the body. Sanitation is keeping the cleanness of it. You mm-hmm. have to have them too right there. Got it. So, all right. So I come in after I, I, I take my and I have to take my exam. Mm. Well, you do after you finish the course, course. After you finish that two hundred hours of theory, right? And then thirteen hundred hours of practical. That means and now you really look at it. That means you spend more time on the practical floor and learning how to professionally cut hair because mm-hmm. it's thirteen hundred hours over there on the floor cutting. It's only two hundred hours, not even a third of you into the theory portion of it. And then once you finish that, then we prepare you to take the Levada State Barber Board exam, which that consists of a shampoo, a gentleman cut, and a 14-step shave. 
It's 14 steps to a shave. It's 14 steps to a shave. It's 14 steps. Uh, duly noted. It's 14 steps to a shave. So if I wanted to contact the barber school to start, what's the contact information for them to contact the, the contact school? information is we got um, Masterpiece Barber School, LV.com. And also we um, located at 3510 East West, ben- no, East Bonanza. Um, and the phone number is 702-438-2887. Nope. Say that slower. Oh, One slower. more time. I need, I, need, I need slower because I'm I'm driving. So it's mm-hmm. Masterpiece Barber School LV. Yes, ma'am. Dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Masterpiece. So a masterpiece. Masterpiece. It is a masterpiece. A masterpiece. Now, even th- it's all in the name, right? Mm-hmm. Masterpiece Barber School LV.com. Located at 3510 East Bonanza. On the corner of Bonanza and East Lake Mead Boulevard. No, not no, East no, Lake no, Mead. No, Pecos. no, no. Pecos. 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 Okay, I lied. I lied. Pecos. See, no, I, I think you might be looking at one other location. My bad. <laughs> he has more than one location, ladies yes. and gentlemen. He okay. has more than one location, but the school, the, the, school. the school is on the corner of Bonanza and Pecos. Yes, ma'am. On the school Bonanza and Pecos. And the number, once again, is? The number to the school? The number to the school. Oh, 702 Four three eight two eight eight seven. I have a question for you. Yes. I have a son, mm-hmm. and he needs to get his hair cut. Do you uh, do you have uh, let people come get their hair cut so the students can practice? Oh, not to be boasting or bragging, but we have one of the busiest barber school in the state of Nevada. Wow! With a lot of customers that come there constantly every day, so that give our students the edge because they get constantly practice mm-hmm. that whole thirteen hundred hours. So they get really fresh and ready for the barbershop when they come down to the barbershop. So yes, we do take outside clients that come in, walk ins, we do do that. The haircuts average for a kid is ten dollars and then for adults fifteen dollars. If the adult want a haircut and a shave is twenty dollars, especially with the shutdown, um you saying we're saying the economy kind of getting slow right now. Some people need that break right now. Yeah. And we would think that, oh, they, they, they're they just students. They're going to mess us up. They don't know what they're doing. We have some really good instructors mm-hmm. that construct a student that never could have before mm-hmm. through a nice haircut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not so much of a student, it's the instructors. Mm-hmm. And we have some real good instructors over there. we got Mr. Green, which is head instructor. We have um, Mr. G, uh, Hispanic instructor. We have um, Mr. Um, Hack. Over there, you got me, myself, as an instructor, and also Mr. Man over there as an instructor. Okay. So we have instructors over there. We're ready. That's fantastic. Now, so can I bring my son in at any time, seven, six days a week, or yeah. what time do, we, can we, I bring we, him? We, we six days a week, Monday through Friday. We cut from 8 to 6.30 at night. Oh, fantastic. 8 a.m. to 6.30 at night. That's wonderful. So all you so all you parents out there, and you have children that need a, a, a wonderful haircut, bring them on down to the hair school, and they'll get them all shaped up and ready to go. Yes. Nice. Isn't I love nice? it. I love it. But so, we, we talk, you, you skipped over something, you was about to touch on it. But you, on. you, you, you yeah, fell I, off with it, but I can't let it go because <clears throat> what people like to know where the name come from. Right. Where does the name come from? Because it's a master that's always in charge. And he put a bunch of pieces together. And we know that once you, it's like a puzzle. You have a bunch of pieces, but once you put all the pieces together, you finally get to see the picture. Mm. So who the master is, it says, I always say, I always say, masterpiece, God's plan mm. is the master plan. So mm. all come together and a bunch of pieces together to come and make everything as a whole. Mm. So that's why I say I have other barber schools, either the guys that worked for me, worked under me or for me, or a lot of other barbershops, they either work for me. And I'm not saying it's just me. Work for Masterpiece because I don't want to seem like it's about me. It's not about me at all. Mm-hmm. It's about the brand, the brand itself. 
they have some piece of that brand. So it's a bunch of masterpieces everywhere. Mm-hmm. All over. All over. So you're just sprinkling everywhere. Just yes. sprinkling. You just, you, you just all over the valley. Yes, ma'am. You are in the personal service business and education business. What happened when COVID-19 happened? What happened to, the, to your business? And how did you feel during that time when we got shut down and didn't really know what was going to happen? Well, one thing about um, since I was I was a barber, but I'm not a barber. I'm a retired barber. Mm-hmm. But I still have one more. I have like two customers. That's the doctor and the son. Mm-hmm. He had told me in January. Well, actually, I, I believe I had COVID in December. Before yes. tw- December 2019, before, Jan- Most before definitely. March I had just came back from China mm-hmm. in November. Actually, Thanksgiving, I had China. I had, I had um, Thanksgiving in China at McDonald's. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was my Thanksgiving too. Wow. <laughs> so when I came back, I immediately got sick, and I've been as sick as I've ever been in my entire life. And can nobody tell me what was wrong with me? Mm-hmm. So I flew on that plane for like 22 hours back from China, and I was in. <laughs> with all those people yeah, with and no people. masks I don't want to say no masks on. And the guy told me to bring some masks. I had some masks in my backpack. I said, man, I'm not going to this plane with no masks on. 22 hours. 22 hours. And I got off there, and I was sniffing and sniffing. I said, oh, my God. <laughs> I said, nah, it's just a plane. It's just a plane. But I got really sick. Mm-hmm. But my doctor warned me in January. He said, man, you got to get ready because um, they're getting ready to shut everything down. I said, no, doctor, you're kind of losing it. Mm-hmm. He's in our, they're in Washington, D.C. right now have a meeting on how they're going to shut this country down. Mm-hmm. And I said, that can't be nowhere possible. And I said, you know what? He said, go stock up on groceries and things you got to get because everything is gone. He told you that in January. In January. And then around March, my daddy's birthday was March 3rd. And he was turning 70 at that time. We mm-hmm. had a 70th birthday party for him. And then <laughs> we had um, we had did that right there. And um, we had the party. Mm-hmm. And I told everybody at this party, and everybody thought I was losing it. So I was like, hey, you guys, it's getting ready to shut down. And That's the same like, night that we had the party at my office. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was telling everybody this, and everybody didn't. It was a bunch of preachers and pastors in there. And they like, what, what, the, what the Lord <laughs> did to you? What's going on with Joseph? <laughs> What's really going on? What's really and going lo and behold, on? it came about. And then they like, wow, how did you know now that? Now you're like, a prophet. Yeah, I'm a prophet. Yeah. <laughs> you're a prophet. Yeah, exactly. But. It did slow a lot of things down, but for as the barbering industry, I thought it was going to really just knock it out the box with because it's COVID was a hands on type thing. It was passing through hands on. That's what us barbers asked would do is right. hands on. Mm-hmm. But me and my instructors, instead of when we shut the school down for the time period, we met on every Saturday. We met. We came away from my house and we met at the school, which the school was boarded up at the time because I didn't want nobody to vandalize the school while we was right. gone. Mm-hmm. So we'd take the boards down every day and we'd sit away from each other mm-hmm. and we was discussing and having meetings on how we was going to safely reopen. Mm-hmm. Got it. So we was going over and over. So we all would have homework to go home and see how we could we fight this thing because we can't rely on someone else, right. a doctor or someone to say what would be. We are instruct. We are the instructors. Right. Got it. So we're the ones supposed to know. Mm-hmm. Who know Barbara know more so than we do? Right. Mm-hmm. So we came up with a, a procedure plan on how we can open, and then it somehow incorporated into the Barber Board. They 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 came over one day and they saw what we was actually putting together mm-hmm. on how we was gonna safely reopen. So when they got a call from up north mm-hmm. saying how and what you guys gonna do, and they say, well, hey, we got. Some individuals over here got a real good plan on how we can do that. Mm-hmm. And they um, they took the plan and um, <clears throat> put it in effect, and um, we safely reopened it. Then the thing was that we was the one to actually come up with the with the, uh, the, the, the idea, and we was the last one they let open. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Wow. They let the barbershops, they let the barbershops and the beauty shop open and say, well, the schools can't open. Uh-huh. I said, well, what's this, what, we, what, the plan was for the school. <laughs> right, right. We put the plan in place. We put the plan in place. What happened? They said, no, no, you guys got to shut back down. We open. No, you guys got to shut back down and wait to reopen. I said, okay. Wow. But, but on the flip side of it, I thought that the industry was really going to kind of like fall apart from there. And I thought the school was going to slow down. But it it took a turning point because it, it slowed everybody down. It mm-hmm. made everybody slow down and really rethink mm-hmm. what they really want to do in life or do they want to keep, keep continuing with the life they was already right. living. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people came with changes in their life. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, I don't want to. If this happened again, I'm working at the casino. I don't want this to happen to me. Mm-hmm. So now I can take this money that I have with this blessing I got, whatever blessing they got during the time of that. And they said, well, I can enter the barber school and I can be my own boss. I have time to do it now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the barber school went on to another level because it actually came back booming. Right. More so than it was before it had closed down. Mm-hmm. Shocking. You're right about that. A lot of us who uh, didn't have essential jobs, you know, who we had to shut our businesses down, had to figure out how we were going to pivot. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people who worked for the hospitality business said to myself, oh, my God, we don't like this. You know, if if, C- if Caesars or MGM or Boy Gaming shut down and tell us not to come to work, what are we going to do? How are we going to feed our families? We need a side hustle. Oh, my God, now's the time to go back to school and whatever that side hustle was, whether you're a barber or a nail tech or, you know, any personal of those services. services. Mm-hmm. Personal, personal services, services people have to have, right? Because you're not a doctor or a dentist, you know. We, we no, that's, don't have those time people, for that, right? <laughs> but all those other personal services that we need that are so important to us, you could provide those services to us even though said other companies have closed. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, it was very important for you. So your business went up. Yes, it actually did. You know what? That's so funny. There are small business owners that either they did well during COVID or they didn't do well. It just depended on what your business was or what product or service you were offering people. Yeah, no, that was actually it was a pivot point for a lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of people. But I am happy to hear I want to give the name of the barber school. So it's Masterpiece. And just know that this name, he took time to think about this name. Masterpiece Barber School located um, in the shopping center. It's on the corner of Bonanza and Pecos. But let's give the, the, the correct street address. 3510 East Bonanza, 89110. Again, 3510 East Bonanza, 89110. And then give them the phone number, Rhonda, because I love the way you say it. Come on, Rhonda. Oh, I'm sorry. Give, go, I, come on, give them, Rhonda. Come on. I, 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 like, I, like, I like Marcus's voice. I can say it a little bit better. Come <laughs> 702 438 2887. 702 438 Right. So he has services. If you have children and need haircuts, please come see him. He is open every day from 9 until 6 with cuts on Monday through Friday and from 9 until 12 on Saturday. So bring your children in. And actually, guys, he is actually in the school. He spends time at the school. Yeah. He spends time. It was hard for us to get him in here, but he spends time at the school. I was doing construction today. Well, you were doing construction today. You were doing construction today, but you do spend a lot of time at the school. I'm going to school. I check on my baby. You check on, you check on, see? That's that's that, that masterpiece. Those, those your kids. Yeah, got a whole lot of kids. Got a whole lot of them. It's small business owners who maybe didn't make it through COVID and you're thinking about what I'm going to do next. Maybe you should check out being a barber. So, you know. Well, you know what, you know what, and, and, and that note, it may be not be a barber for you, but the small business owner, what is your, whatever your love is for your business that you're doing, turn that into your own school. There you, you teach go. somebody else what you're already doing. I like that. I like that. I like that. So with that. It don't I, just got to be me and the barber and the barber school and none of that. Every, every each individual have a lesson to teach someone. They say it take iron to sharpen iron. We sharpen each other. We'll be even sharper. 
Well, I can tell y'all when going to his school, just spending time with him is absolutely, I mean, awesome because he's always dropping nuggets wherever he is, whoever he's around. And most importantly, he's a giver. He doesn't mind giving. He doesn't mind sharing the information. He's not one of those entrepreneurs where I can't tell you how I did this. He'll lay the plan out for you. <laughs> lay the plan out for you. Tell you all everything you need to know. Well, Mr. Allen, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Thank you yes. for coming. Appreciate it. I really, I truly appreciate that. And with that, I am Leah Crawford. I am Rhonda Nolan. But wait a minute, don't you have a message for the people today? Oh, yeah, I think, forget. I think, I'll, we, I think we almost out of town. Well, we, we have, we have time for your message. My message is: we are accepting new clients at Crawford Management Group. We are located downtown Las Vegas. So if you are looking for a tax home somewhere to get your taxes done by someone that cares about you and is going to look at the whole person, please contact us seven zero two three eight two five seven three seven. Again, 702-382-5737. And with that, Rhonda, that ends our show for this Thank week. Thank you so much. And see you next Saturday. Right, bye-bye. Bye-bye.